What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy Triggs, the sports junkie, and welcome to MBS Central's Nothing But Sports Show. We've been doing this show for a long time, and we're going to keep it going. Of course, I got the homies in the building. My brother from another mother. Well, my brother's from another mother. Well, other mothers. <laughs> First, we're going to go with my man from San Jose, the Bay Area. What up, Keo? Yo, what's going on, man? The NBS show. I'm looking forward for, for tonight's show. Uh, yesterday, we had a great show on on Let's Talk About It. Shout out to uh, True's bro. Uh, Duke was, was able to come on. But tonight is the NBS show. And we got a lot to talk about tonight. Definitely. Of course, we got the guy that is self-proclaimed, Mr. Box Office. <laughs> what up? What up, Yvonne? What up, man? Look, uh, I want to start the show off shouting out to my man Cedric Bryant from Lafayette, Louisiana, for this shirt. Um, look, he, he loses a lot of sports debates to me uh, on a regular <laughs> basis. He'll probably lose one later tonight, knowing him. But he, he and his son made a dope shirt, and I rock with it. I had to support. And if... Uh, you would want one, hit me up, and I'll uh, get you in contact with him. Other than that, excited for the show. Let's get it. Definitely. Well, Keo, I see Keo rocking this shirt from my man, Mr. C, too, man. And um, T, printing in graphics. So shout out to you, too, Keo, and everybody that, you know, is supporting the movement. They're also supporting George Floyd. Um, once again, we're going to start with that. R.I.P. to George Floyd. I know I'm not letting my foot off the pedal. Every single time y'all see me, y'all gonna hear it. So definitely thoughts and prayers with the family and friends of George Floyd. But with that being said, Kiel, let's get to these topics because I know it's about to get crazy. All right, man. So, so we're gonna talk about some and we're gonna talk NFL. We're gonna talk NBA. Um, we're going to actually recap UFC also, but we're going to kick things off with last night, um, at, right after um, the MBS uh, Let's Talk About show ended, we finally released our 5-1 rankings, um, the best players in the NBA. So, would you guys think from 5-1, it's it's all final, all, all 15 players – we got the top best five players in the NBA, both all MBS members. Do, do you know the 15 players, Keel, by heart? Or do you need me to say it yeah. so everybody kind of knows? Um, okay, so let me see. So at, at number, number, I think number 15, number 15, number 15 is Clay Thompson, number 14 is Joel Embiid. No, number Jok Jokic, Jokic was 14. Okay, 15 is Jokic. 13 is Joel Embiid. 12 is Paul George. Number 11. Russ. 11. Russ. I, I think, I, I think yeah, 11, Russ. 11, Russell Westbrook. 10, Luka Doncic. 9, Kyrie Irving, eight, Damian Lillard, seven, Anthony Davis, six, James Harden, going to the top five now. We got Steph Curry at five. We got Giannis the Greek Freak at four. We got 
Kawhi Leonard at number three. Number two, we got Kevin Durant. And for the number one spot, we got LeBron James. So, Yvonne, we're going to let you go first. Let's let's really stick to five to one right now, but you can dwell on the past. But really stick to that five to one. What's your thoughts? Okay, so... I agree with the top five, but not in the order. Um, I had the same five, and I clearly think that the best five players in the NBA are these five. Um, in my order, I had Steph at uh, – or actually Giannis at five, Steph at four, LeBron at three, Kawhi at two, and Kevin Durant at one. Obviously, we're assuming that everybody's healthy and good to go. Uh, who do we want to play for us today? Um, and obviously Kevin Durant is not, hasn't played in a year, um, but he, he is number one to me. So let's start off at five. I am okay with Curry being at number five. Uh, I had him at four. Curry's been to, I think, five finals now, one, three of them. Um, he's won with and without Kevin Durant, uh, revolutionized the game Obviously spent most of this year on the bench. Um, but I think when healthy, a top five player in the league. But I had Giannis at five because Giannis doesn't have any of those accomplishments. He just hasn't made it to the big spotlight. Um, and I know we're talking right now, but I don't think Curry is much different than he was three years ago. I, I think it's still, still the same Curry in the middle of his prime. Um, Giannis just has a one compared to Curry and didn't cut co- and didn't come up as big in last year's playoffs. So I would have Giannis at number five. I'd have Curry at number four and the top three, I think are very obvious. The top three best players in the world are Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. I don't think, I think it's a big gap from those three to four and five and then everybody else. I really do. And I cannot put Giannis in there until he wins. Um, LeBron, if you ask me, LeBron is just now ending his prime. Uh, That doesn't mean he's still not a great player. He's still a top three player in the world, if you ask me. He is just not the LeBron James he was in 2016 when he carried Cleveland uh, to a championship down 3-1. If we look at the Lakers' stats, he only leads the Lakers in assists. Anthony Davis leads them in points and rebounds. And without Anthony Davis last year, he didn't make the playoffs. I mean, that's just just facts. He didn't make the playoffs without Anthony Davis last year. And I know he spent some time hurt, but that comes along with it. Uh, LeBron, to me, is not on the level of Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard right now. Kawhi Leonard is the defending champion. He beat the Golden State Warriors, and granted, they were out without KD and Steph, or KD and Clay. So there, he got hurt later on in the involved. series, though. There, yeah, there's no, there's some luck involved. However, Kawhi has now won with the San Antonio Spurs, with the Toronto Raptors, who nobody ever won with, and now he's the second seed in the West and barely plays all the games. Uh, we know he's saving himself for the uh, playoffs. I think that the Clippers have uh, benefited more than any other team uh, from this pandemic. And 
Ka- Kawhi, it comes down to eye test. Every time Kawhi and LeBron have played in the last year, Kawhi has been the better player on the floor, including this year. Uh, I think you just need to watch the games to notice that. Kawhi's outplayed LeBron this year every time they played. And I think Kawhi is more complete player right now. He plays way better defense than LeBron. LeBron sacks off on defense a little bit. LeBron's a better passer. But other than that, I'm giving the advantage to Kawhi. He's just been better as of late. And then we come down to number one on my list, Kevin Durant. I just think he's the best player in the world when healthy. Uh, He's outplayed LeBron in the fourth quarter of the last two finals that they played against each other. I felt like LeBron came up short in the fourth quarter in those last two finals while Kevin Durant hit clutch shot after clutch shot in his grill and was unstoppable. He played better defense than LeBron, and he's a better shooter and scorer, if you ask me. Um, Kevin Durant has surpassed LeBron, and I think he's better than Kawhi Leonard when they're all healthy. Uh, It's close, but I'd give the advantage to Durant. So I have no problem with the list. Um, there's a lot of LeBron sexuals out there that just they won't they won't give up LeBron as number one until he retires, and they're clearly just not watching the games. LeBron doesn't even lead the Lakers in points or rebounds, and, uh, you know, he's taking a more of a point guard role with the Lakers. He's not the same player, not saying he's a scrub. He's still top three. I just think Durant and Kawhi at this moment of time are better. Um but I do agree with the top five in terms of the names, just not the order. So my order would be Giannis five, Curry four, LeBron three, Kawhi two, Durant one. And by the way, anybody that has Giannis over Kawhi, that's blasphemy. Uh, you didn't watch the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Uh, he totally outplayed Giannis, stopped him from playing his normal game, And not to mention, he won the championship now with two different teams. Giannis still has yet to win one. Don't give me MVP. I'm more impressed by playoffs and postseason success compared to regular season success. MVP is a regular season award. Uh, So I agree with the top five, just in different order. Go ahead, Mr. Comfortable. No, no, no. You can go first. All right. All right. All right. So, my issue with this whole list, Kawhi Leonard's not the number one player on the list. That's my problem. I voted Kawhi Leonard the best player in the NBA. And by every metric, I don't even understand how he's not the best player in the NBA. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, X, you, 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 you biased. No, I actually like LeBron James. Everybody knows. You can go back and look down my Facebook timeline. From the time LeBron came into the league, been a LeBron James fan. Kawhi, I don't know why. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. Here's why. He's a defending champ. The Toronto Raptors have never, I don't care what they've done in the regular season, have never made it to the NBA Finals, much less won it. Now, granted, I know Kevin Durant was hurt. Klay Thompson got hurt in, what, game six, I believe? In that series, yep. he got hurt in game six. Okay. Understandable. 
This and is was why. Balling. This is why. Yes, but but at that time when he when he left the game, I, it was a closed game. I want to say, I believe that the the, the the Raptors was up when he left. No Warriors, <laughs> Warriors, Warriors were up, but only like five. Okay, so here's my deal. So what's my separation? Why do I have Kawhi over Kevin Durant? First of all, Kevin Durant didn't play this past season so far. Second. Was Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant was on the Warriors, would they have won? I do think they would have won. But you're talking about two top five players plus another guy that I believe is top 12 in Clay Thompson or top 15 pretty much on everybody's list. So you're talking about three guys in the top 15 against one guy that's in the top 15. Now, I saw Kawhi Leonard beat the Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant. But just a few years back, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were up 3-1 against a Golden State team without Kevin Durant, and they lost that series after being up 3-1. So to me, I'm holding weight on that. Kevin Durant is an exceptional offensive player. And like, we're just picking, you know, we're just picking everybody apart. Kawhi Leonard's a great offensive player and an even better defensive player. Both sides of the court, he's the best player in basketball. I don't think nobody's going to argue that. So overall, I just believe that Kawhi Leonard, when you look at, at the whole body of work, he's one in San Antonio. People are going to say, oh, well, that was Pop's system. He's one in Toronto with a young coach and Nick Nurse and a young squad. And we can sit here and say, oh, well, Kevin Durant didn't play. Golden State won championship without Kevin Durant. They won a championship without Kevin Durant. So if they were that, and they won 73 games without Kevin Durant. Let's not forget that. So for me, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball. Now LeBron James, I just think that, you know, the torch has been passed. LeBron James has been great his entire career. And I understand he was hurt last year. We understand that. But the LeBron James that I grew up, you not say grew up, because I've been a grown up, but um, I've grown to watch his entire, his entire career. Every year we always say if LeBron James is on the team, they're a playoff team. He didn't make the playoffs last year. He didn't. We can sit here and try to deny it. He missed a couple of games. Guess what? Kawhi missed a lot of games, but his team gets in somehow. LeBron didn't make the playoffs last year. To me, that, that, that penalized them. Are they the number one seed right now? They are. They are. We're not, we're not going to knock that. But can they finish the deal? We'll find out real soon. But for me, Kevin Durant has a, a mark against him for not playing this year and also losing to Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green with Russell Westbrook the last time I seen him um, go against that team. And Kawhi beat that team. Beat that team pretty much without KD. So I'm going with Kawhi number one, followed by I had LeBron James two, Kevin Durant three, I had, I think I had Steph Curry four and Giannis five as well. So that was my list. Why, why LeBron over KD? Because KD didn't play this year. Uh, if he did, I, I would have to see it. I, I mean, I, I think that I think we're going nip, nip I mean, and tuck I mean, right now. If if we if we had the normal KD that. We're accustomed. Yeah, but even the normal KD, I mean, we haven't seen KD in the finals 
but one time without Steph Curry. And he lost that finals to LeBron James. I, I hold weight on that. Like, I want to see what Kevin Durant's going to do in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant has every chance to move up to number one, but he's going to have to show me in Brooklyn. Top three to say you never even played a single, single game this year, and yet you still have the respect from everyone that says, Kevin Durant, you're still a top three player. You're better than a guy that's probably going to win the two-time MVP or at least, you know, a guy that um, won last year. He may not win it this year because LeBron James may win it, but I'm just sitting there saying, bro, Kevin Durant, we respect Kevin Durant, no doubt about it, but he has to be three, never played this year, and um, that's just the way I see it. I, I'm I'm just gonna uh, disagree there now. The only reason is is because when Kevin Durant was with the Warriors, he led them in points. He was the main guy to go. Now Steph was right behind him, but and but my thing is, and I think in Brooklyn he's still gonna lead the team in, in points. Meanwhile, oh, LeBron, meanwhile, LeBron doesn't lead the team in points. Doesn't lead the team in rebounds. Doesn't lead the team in per. Doesn't lead the team in steals or blocks. Anthony Davis leads all that. So LeBron, I just can't put him ahead of KD just because he's second on his own team. And that's my issue with having LeBron top two. But like you said, we're nitpicking, so it's all right. right. And, and the last thing I'll say is, as good as KD was, and KD gets a lot of credit because he joined the Warriors. But if LeBron would have joined the Warriors, they would have won those same championships. Had Kawhi joined the Warriors, they would have won those same championships. So, I mean, I'm not going to reward it for that. I mean, to be number one, I feel like, you know, I got to see more. I got to see more. So, I'm going with Kawhi, number one. Do that one on two separate teams. I know LeBron did it, too. Um, I'm not knocking. I know everybody's probably out there saying, oh, well, LeBron won in Cleveland. LeBron won in Miami. Yeah, but LeBron, man. We have, we have Kyrie Irving in our top 10 on the NBS thing. And when Dwayne Wade was playing, you can make a case Dwayne Wade was top five. Kawhi Leonard just won a championship with nobody that we voted top 15 playing alongside him. So I'm giving him more credit for that. Go ahead, Kyo. The floor is yours. Mm, you're starting to annoy me right now. <laughs> you so, annoy me every week. <laughs> Start of the show, and you, you. So obviously, Kevin Durant is not better than LeBron. Giannis, I didn't vote sure, him better. Giannis is sure as hell ain't better than LeBron, and more importantly, Kawhi ain't better than LeBron. So if you if you wanna if you wanna penalize somebody because they couldn't make it through the playoffs in the uh, based off of last year, he was injured. He was out the, the his final seventeen games before he got injured. The Lakers were the fourth seed in the Western Conference during that time. He was a top two MVP candidate. I'm not gonna penalize somebody that that got injured because obviously. Kevin Durant's still on that on everybody's list, and obviously he got injured. Kyrie Irving's still on the people's list. He's nearly got halfway injured. When you talk about when you talk about LeBron James, uh, it's no debate, out of question. He's the best player in the world. He's the best player in the NBA. You could call him the best player in the world. We we don't talk about if if LeBron 
There's no debate about if LeBron's the best player in the NBA. We talk about if he's on the Mount Rushmore. We talk about we we talk about if he could meet up with with Jordan and and that gold status. We that's that's what we talk about. And I think we I think a lot of people have been unfair when it comes to a LeBron James because we hold them to a certain standard. And I think he's exceeded his expectations as a player. And on top of that, people people make it, they they nitpick LeBron. They always make excuses about LeBron when the, when it comes to him, no matter what he does. And I think the 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 huge question when it comes to LeBron James, he's met his expectations as a player, and his legacy will will go down as one of the greatest. But he hasn't met his championship expectation when it comes down to it. And as far as as far as LeBron goes, it's a huge complete difference before the season um got I guess got got postponed. It was a huge difference when LeBron when LeBron is not playing, the Lakers are are the 29th best offense in the entire league. Um, when the when the Lakers when when LeBron is playing and when he is in the lineup, the Lakers are the third best offense in the league. So I think that's a huge difference. It's a huge gap. If we wanna if we want if we wanna go if if you wanna talk about this season, um, so I'm gonna re- rewind all the way back before the season ended, and it was the same week when LeBron was playing. When when LeBron was playing uh Kawhi and he had he had Giannis coming into town, he he met the challenge. He took it personal. He said, "Hey, it's me. This is this is my league. I run things around here." And he and he and he dominated and defended against Kawhi and attacked against them. When he went to and then uh, again, I mean against Giannis when he went when he went against he went, when he went against Kawhi. He um the first two matchups he he didn't answer the call but the third matchup he answered the call and he he and he dominated he attacked Kawhi he posted up on him and Kawhi had no type of answer at all when you look at and when you look at when you look at Kawhi I can't I can't I can't I can't give him the best player in the league man because he he um he load managed. Throughout the season, man, dealing with a lot of injuries, and he gives you great portion of games and performances in segments, and that's why I can't give Kawhi the best player in the world. I mean, the, uh, out of the world or even in the NBA. So I I can't do that. When I when you talk about when you talk about the best player in the NBA, it's about it's about what what. What 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 can I what can he what damage can I give to you, LeBron? He'll drive it on you. He'll post on you. He could beat you by passing the ball. Obviously, he leads his league in assists, and that's why I have LeBron as the best player in the NBA. And I don't think there's no conversation and debate about it. Like we don't talk about, we don't have conversations out there if LeBron's the best player in the NBA. We talk about. If he well, we having in the a conversation right now. What are you talking yeah, about? But, like this, but this conversation is ridiculous. There's no point of this conversation right okay. now. 
So you here's talk, you want to talk about Kawhi, uh, talk about Kawhi on the Raptors. If you want to, he the Sixers took him to seven games, and that was a trash Joel Embiid, by the way, during that time. And he, and let's and that if you want to talk about that last second shot, he traveled. It 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 was it, it was clear that he traveled in that game. It was a, it was a lucky shot. Lucky shot, lucky bounce. We, you, you know it. I know it. Against the Golden State Warriors, if Clay Thompson would have played, the Raptors wouldn't have been NBA champions. And let and let's not be disrespectful for Pascal Siakam. I know you had him in your top like fifteen, him. by the way. Let's let's. I know you didn't mention that. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> let's and don't be disrespectful to Kyle Lowry. He ain't no scrub. Where you have Kyle, where you have Kyle Lowry at in in the NBA rankings? Where would you have him? Um, maybe maybe top thirty. <laughs> top thirty. He's a, okay, he's a so, decent he's a decent point guard, man. He ain't okay, no scrub. So, so here's my case. Here's my case. I'll I'll make an argument because really I was talking more about box office when it comes to Durant and Kawhi, but I'll talk about LeBron James. You talk about LeBron James last year. He got hurt. He was the fourth seed. I get that. Fair. That's fair. There's no excuse you felt. You actually ended the season last year. Last year. Behind the Sacramento Kings? What? What? Go ahead. Kill. <laughs> you go ahead and defend that. How you in the season behind the Sacramento he Kings? Missed. He missed 17 games. What that, so you 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 didn't even win 40 that's how, games. That's, that's 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 how that's how much of an impact LeBron has on this team. Every team he goes to, he makes his team better. When oh when Cleveland when he when he came in and out of Cleveland, Cleveland's a lottery team. The first time the first time they came he came to Cleveland, lottery team. Left, lottery team. Right now, lottery team. And look, look, check this out. I'm not saying LeBron wasn't the best player when you talk about when he was in Cleveland or even when he was in Miami. We're talking about today. We're talking about right now. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball. I can't. That's what I we're talking you, about. I can't give you the best player when he's loan managing, dealing with his injuries. What does that have to do? <laughs> when the chips are down, uh, when Le- the chips LeBron, are down, Le- he plays. You talking wins. about you? Talk- <laughs> You're talking about a, a player 35 years old who's who's in that draft class right now that's actually still playing and LeBron's playing it on a high level. I know that's one of the best I'm players in the world. Man. Yeah, basically, Keel, I can't t- I can't put LeBron number one when Anthony Davis averages more points, rebounds, steals, blocks, <laughs> and and less turnovers. Stop it. I can't I can't, I can't put I'm it. End, Kawhi I'm leads his end. team in points, rebounds, steals. Uh, and you're gonna find out in the playoffs here soon. Numbers, 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 numbers don't signify everything right now. Le- LeBron just have a huge impact on that team. Hey, there's I, a there's listen, a he we're, is we're, valuable, but we are, I, we are. I think I think if the Clippers don't have Kawhi Leonard, they're not a playoff team. But this is the thing. We're oh, picking our are. arguments. I'm not sitting there saying Kawhi, I mean, um, LeBron James or Kevin Durant are not great. Don't don't take that from me. I'm yeah. saying they are great. 
But if we have to be honest with ourselves and be objective, I'm going to hold you accountable, Keo. And we're looking at what we see. The Toronto Raptors are the current NBA champs. Just think about that for a second. Think about that, and how, 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 And how is Toronto doing right now, by the way? <laughs> they're still good. You know how they're doing. They're, 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 still- they're actually a better... They're actually a better team than they were last year with when the Kawhi was there. So are they gonna win it this year? No. <laughs> All right. All right. You 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 All just right. you just gave you just gave me your answer right now because because you 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 just said right now the Lakers might win the title. And you know why? Because of LeBron James. They got right. Anthony Davis, who we all voted in the top ten. Some people have him in the top five. <laughs> no, he's he's ranked number seven right now. No, he is. So, but I'm so, saying some so, people voted him top five. So, Keo, give us your top five. I want to yeah, hear give your, us your top five. My top five. My top five. I got um. I got Le. I got LeBron at one. I got. I think I got. I think I got Kawhi at two. I got KD at three. I got um, Steph at four. I got Giannis at five. So it's all the same top five. Nothing changes with me. So we all had the same thing. The biggest thing I just felt, and and, and, and I'm going (laughs) to say this to my man, Box Office, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's just Duke as the other ones. I just thought it was disrespectful to put Kevin Durant over Kawhi Leonard and LeBron without even playing this year. Without even playing, like but, one down, but, down, one no, game, one play. No, but but the but the, but but the question, but it the, it based on the voting when I said if they were all healthy, that's true. If they were all healthy, and I feel like if KD was healthy, I think he just he's a better player than Kawhi overall. You just Kawhi said you just... voted Kawhi Leonard over him. <laughs> I don't get y'all. Y'all do that to yourself all the time. Yeah, I don't know I'm what just, I'm, talking about, but I'm I... just, a, I'm just, a, I'm just defending for KD. I don't have him over him. <laughs> what? Go ahead, Boxo. I don't even know what he's talking about no more. Uh, me either. He must have been hanging out with Duke lately. But I, I think if Kevin Durant was healthy. Kevin Durant's the best player in the world, has owned LeBron in the last two finals, and it's not just because he had the better team. If you watch those games, Kevin Durant was the better player on the court. He hit clutch shot after clutch shot. LeBron crumbled. Um, Kawhi, I think, is better than LeBron at this point as well. Uh, Kawhi is the, clearly the best player for the Clippers. LeBron has doesn't lead the Lakers in anything but assists. But 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 to be fair, I'll just play devil's advocate. I mean, he did have the better team. By far. <laughs> by far. He did, I mean, but it I'm wasn't saying, even comparable. But I'm saying Kevin Durant played better. Yeah, I but if you sw- if you swap them, you put Kevin Durant on, on Cleveland, you put LeBron, they still win in, in Golden State. Does Cleveland make it to the NBA Finals with Kevin Durant? In that Eastern Conference, I do. Okay. Okay. That's all. I, that's all. I, I gotta look at it from like different standpoints. In, like that, I can sure. Before the season ended, in the same week, he outplayed both of those players, which is in the top. I'm talking about Giannis, who's, you know, a, a, 
He's two and one versus Kawhi this year right now. Two and one. Yeah, yeah. The second, the first two games didn't mean nothing. The, the third oh, game meant more. That, 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 I don't get more that. I don't impact, understand man. that. It was mean. It was the It was the meaningless, meaningless game, man. The third game was LeBron. The, the LeBron answered the call. He said, "Okay." He said, "Okay, you got, you hey. got, you got Giannis. You got Giannis and Kawhi coming to my town. Let me know who let." Let me let them know who the hell I am. And that's so, what exactly happened. And they so took the L's. Lost. So the third, dominated. Defended both of them. And they couldn't do a damn thing about it. So the third <laughs> game, so the third game, so the third game wasn't meaningless, but the first two were. Yeah. Ah, okay. Anyways, go ahead. Next time. Load management. <laughs> load load management with Kawhi Leonard, man. He gives you in segments. LeBron, he grinds it out in every single game. He doesn't take no breaks to deal with injuries. Oh, that's come the on, best Gil. player in the league. Come on, Gil. Hey, look, I love LeBron, bro. But hey, look, come on, man. This year he hasn't. I'll, I'll say that he hasn't. But in the and past, yeah. And I can and I and I completely disagree. <laughs> if Kawhi wasn't on the Clippers, the Clippers still would have made it to the playoffs. They made it to the playoffs last year. I, I actually agree not, with you. And let's, I'm not with Bob. I agree with and you. And you got a top 12 player with Paul George. Paul George is still one of the top guys in the league, man. Hey, I'm Paul, not knocking. When Paul George was in the Thunder, he was an MVP candidate. Don't be disrespectful like Davis. <laughs> Davis is better than Paul George. <laughs> no, I'm taking Paul George over Anthony Davis. Oh my God! Better oh, but but, but, but you had up. but you had Davis high on your list. <laughs> you contradict yourself. You yeah. put your foot in your mouth all the time. Go to the next time. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. You are Facebook Live right now. Player. The world can see you, Kia. You are. I don't he's even know better. what to say. Base, oh base, base, base off of. Base I don't know what base you're saying anymore. Based, based off of the votes right now by the MBS rankings, you guys are wrong right now. I'm right. I voted LeBron number one. You, you guys you don't change LeBron. the subject. Don't change the subject. You said Paul George was better than Anthony Davis, but you <laughs> voted Anthony Davis higher than Paul George. That don't even make sense. <laughs> that don't even make sense. I, th- I think, I think, he, I think he his skill sets better. But oh, overall, you see, but, you over, see but overall, oh, Anthony Davis is a better okay. player. And, and, okay. and true, and true. He said, he said, uh, but the NBS panel agrees that LeBron's number one. The NBS panel agrees Davis is better than Paul George. That's right. That is right. Okay. Is- okay. Yo, yeah. And what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, next topic. Topic. You're embarrassing yourself. You're yes. embarrassing yourself right now. You don't have no answers, man. When was the last time Kawhi Kawhi beat two top five players in the same week? I I wait. Last year's final. Okay. The last that's year's final. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, with with without two injured players, right? They played got in game six. Yeah, right. And and let's not talk about let's let's not talk about how Kawhi's overrated as a defensive player. He's he lost his he lost his upside athleticism. He's not the same player as he was in San Antonio. Hey, the, be- the beautiful thing he's about we talk about we talk about we so based off of one year, right? Two years ago, Kawhi was never talked about as the best player in the NBA all of a sudden based off of one year up. what 
after one year, after one year, after one year, what happened to Toronto? You guys want to put them at the at the top spot? Come on now, man. Body of work, man. The body of work. The beautiful thing about sports is all of us talking, all of us saying our opinion. That's cool, but they got to go out there and prove 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 one of us right. Somebody's gonna be right and somebody's gonna be wrong. We're gonna find out real soon. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next topic. Um, <laughs> the next topic we're gonna talk about. Um, the season has resumed, man. It's gonna be continued July thirty first. So, so the ten teams that got left out, man. Do you feel bad for those ten teams that got left out? No. Um, I think they should be happy. I think the team that benefits most from it is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden, This couldn't have worked out better for Golden State. Steph Curry broke his hand in October, didn't play most of the season, came back, wasn't still 100%. And then next thing you know, they canceled, uh, the season's canceled. Klay Thompson hasn't played now in a year. He's going to have more time to cover recovery from his injury. Steph Curry's going to have time to recover. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is going to have more time to get used to their offense. Um, you also you also get a higher draft pick. I think if I'm – and if you take COVID-19 very serious like some do, you also ignore that risk and spend more time with your family. I think if I'm one of the teams that got left out, I'm blessed and I'm happy. I'm not going to resume the season for – for no reason, you know you're not going anywhere. So what's the point? Uh, get get healthy, take advantage of this time, and uh, like I said, I think Golden State uh, takes a, takes advantage the most because they're clearly a playoff team next year when healthy. Um, you know, you've got teams like the Hawks, uh, the Cavaliers. I mean, come on, what was the point of bringing them back? Including my Pistons. Please stop it. I hope we hit the lottery. These teams need to focus on next season. I think if you're one of those teams that got left out, you are blessed and happy, especially Golden State. I see things exactly the same. I will say this, though. I'm actually, I just pulled up the standings. And looking at the standings, it's saying who clinched a playoff berth. Basically, the top six, six teams um, on both sides have clinched. And I have a problem with that. How the Dallas Mavericks have not clinched a spot? They have the same amount of wins as OKC and the same amount of wins as the Rockets. They, they all got 40 wins. Matter of fact, if you go to the East, you have Philadelphia, who has less than uh, 40 wins. Indiana, who has less than 40 wins. I think the Mavericks, if for whatever reason something happens and they don't make it to the playoffs, I think that is wrong on all levels. Um, of course, they, they they have to go out and win. I understand that. But if you're going to give a playoff spot to the, the Thunder and the Rockets and the Sixers, you got to give one to the Mavs. The Mavs are 40 and 27. They should get in. They should have to, you know, I understand they should beat up on teams that's way under 500. But to me, they should have a spot. But as far as other teams, no. The Minnesota Timberwolves, the Golden State Warriors, come on, man. The Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, the Detroit Pistons, the New York Knicks, the Chicago Bulls, the Charlotte Hornets. Come on, man. They need to stay home right now. Like Yvonne said, worry about the draft, start scouting players, 
um, and getting ready because next year is going to be here soon. Hopefully they can start the season like they want in December. That's what I would hope for. Um, Christmas, they start the season and move forward with the new way of the NBA. But no, those teams don't deserve to play in the, um, the playoffs. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to agree with this one, um, that none of them deserve to be um, um, to be invited. Um, you guys put yourselves in that position, and um, you got nobody to blame but yourselves. Um, yeah, so I, I could care less about the rest of those teams um, besides the Golden State Warriors, um, but they, they, they're dealing with a whole bunch of injuries. And I know the Warriors will be back, but the rest of those teams, goodbye, man. I'm 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 glad to see all you ten teams gone, and I'm ready for the playoffs. Okay, okay, all right. So, so let's move on to um. <clears throat> so we're gonna continue with our last topic before we go move to the NFL. So since we're talking about play, since we're talking about um the NBA playoffs that's coming up in July 31st. Who are your favorites from each conference as of right now? Okay. I I think uh, this is actually very simple. I can only see five NBA teams winning a title this year. Um, two from the West, three from the East. In the West, it's the Lakers and the Clippers. Battle of LA, nobody else in the Western Conference can win the uh, finals. I'm sorry. The Denver Nuggets are a really good team. I like Nikola Jokic. I like the way they play as a team. They can't beat the Clippers or Lakers four times in a week. Uh, Utah lost Bogdanovich uh, for the rest of the year. Won their better scores. They don't have a shot. Uh, Oklahoma City is somehow better than Houston who got Westbrook that should tell you everything, but they don't have enough. They don't have enough pa- uh, firepower uh, with just Chris Paul. They're going to be eliminated probably in the first round. Uh, and then you got the Houston Rockets. Oh my goodness. Uh, James, Harden mm-hmm. and Russell, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, he excites part-timers. Um, they are not going to go further than the second round. If they even make it to the second round, they cannot win a title together. They will never win a title together. That project will be over in two years. Give me a break. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are a couple of years away. I like what they're building, but they need a third uh, score behind Doncic and Porzingis. And I don't, I'm not even going to mention the rest of the West. Um, they don't deserve to be mentioned. In the East, Milwaukee, Toronto, and Boston. That's it. Uh, you don't know what you're getting out of Boston when it comes to the or, or actually, hold on, I'm tripping. I forgot about the Philadelphia 76ers for a second. They would play Boston in the first round at the playoffs start today. They have a legit shot. Those four teams, Boston, Philly, Toronto, and Milwaukee. I'm actually interested more watching the Eastern Conference playoffs because I really don't know as of right now who's going to come out in the finals in the, uh, in the Eastern Conference. You look at a team like Philly. Listen to this. They are 29 and 2 at home. They are 10 and 24 on the road. And here we go with the NBA playoffs with no fans. 
So I don't know what that does to a team like Philly. Do they benefit? <laughs> Do they get even worse? I, I don't know what to expect out of Philly. They're 14 games under 500 on the road, but 29 and two at home. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. Um, so Philly's a very interesting team because we just don't know what we're getting out of them. Boston's a really good team, uh, but can are they good enough to beat Milwaukee and Toronto? We'll find out. And obviously Giannis is going to be the favorite in the Eastern Conference, the reigning MVP, and I think he should win MVP this year because I don't know what the Bucks would be without him. He's more valuable to that team than anybody else is to their team in the NBA. Um, and obviously the reigning champs in the Toronto Raptors, they don't have Kawhi, but somehow they still managed to come to a second seed in the Eastern Conference. So I think the only legit teams that I could see winning a title are those that would be six teams. But I do think that uh, one of the two teams that's going to win is going to be the one of the uh, L.A. teams. It's going to be the Lakers and Clippers. It's a shame they're both in the West and we wouldn't see it in the NBA Finals. But I think those two teams separate themselves from rest of the pack. I don't see Milwaukee beating either one of those teams, best of seven, or Toronto, or Boston, or Philly. Um, so I think it's the two L.A. teams – then a big gap to Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, and Philly. And that's about it. Nobody else has a shot to win an NBA title. Okay. So I'm going to shorten the list by two. There's only four teams I think that have a shot in hell at winning it. And, <laughs> and like he said, I do think it's a, it's a, a pretty big gap between those four teams too. So let's start with the two teams out West the two L.A. squads, obviously the favorites, by far the favorites. I believe one of those teams, whoever wins that series between the Clippers and the Lakers will go on to win the NBA Finals. I'm going to say that right now. I think both of those teams. I do give Milwaukee a punch's chance, though, against one of those teams. I just don't think they'll do it. And last but not least, the only other team that has a chance to win it all is the Philadelphia 76ers. And, I'll, and the reason why I said they have a chance – they would be like my dark horse winner because of how good they are at home. Yvonne threw the numbers out there to you guys. I don't have to regurgitate them. Um, without the fans, I think that's beneficial to them. Plus, Ben Simmons has been hurt for a while. He's actually healthy. I think this team has a really, really good starting five when you talk about, you know, the Ben Simmonses of the world, the Al Horfords, um, playoff um, tested. You still got Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Um, what's my man, Josh? What's my man's last name, Josh? Richardson. Richardson, there you go. Um, they, they, they got a good squad. I think they could be a real, real tough out. So, to me, it's going to be one of those teams. There is no way in hell the Boston Celtics or the Toronto Raptors would beat the, the Clippers or the Lakers. I don't see that at all. They have no shot to me versus the Clippers or the Lakers. I think that would actually be, at best, I'm talking about everything would have to fall in their, their lap to get that to six games to me. I think it would be a more like a five-game series against both L.A. teams. Um, I do think Milwaukee has a puncher's chance. Like I said, my dark horse would be Philadelphia 
just because you don't know what to expect from them. But that's the only four teams. And to all my Rocket fans out there, you know, I know my brothers live in, in, in Houston. I know my sister lives in Houston. Let me tell you why I think that y'all don't have a chance. Because no unfortunately, unfortunately, you would have to beat the Lakers and the Clippers to get to the finals. You can't, not one, but you'd have to beat both of them. And I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that the Rockets can beat the Lakers and the Clippers and then turn around and beat to me, which would be the Sixers or the Bucks in the finals. I think that road is way too tough for Houston. I can't well, see them getting it done. So right now, right, right now they would play Denver, and I think they'd even lose to Denver. <laughs> and, I, and that's a possibility. So, yeah, I'm, I'm saying there's only four teams that could actually win the um, championship, and it's really only three, and it's really only two. But I'm gonna, like I said, it's four. Go ahead, Kiel. Um. I'm going to uh, – there's only – uh, my favorites from each conference, I'm rolling with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, nobody <laughs> – No surprise. Close, nobody close to this team. Um, I don't know – I don't <laughs> – I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about because you're picking the, the Lakers to win the title. I'm so, thinking the Clippers. What, what are you talking I'm about? The Clippers too. You just said earlier LeBron and the Lakers might win the title. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> they and might the win Lakers. the title. <laughs> oh, 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 good, good, good. Retract your statement. So I got the. I got the. I got the. I got the. I got the Lakers as the favorite because LeBron gets all the rest he wants. Um, Davis is going to be healthy. They still got a deep squad on that team. Um, and then, um, man, are you kidding me? I got the Boston Celtics in as yeah, a favorite right. right now. I, Yeah, actually, I do. Believe that. I do. I like Boston. Jason Tatum, he's a problem, man. I think, I think he's going to be a huge problem, not just years to come. But right now, man, and they and Boston, they got a deep squad, man. Rotation, man. Rotation. Nobody has a deep squad like Boston right now in the Eastern Conference. I don't believe in Milwaukee with Giannis over there. I don't believe in the Sixers because the Sixers, they've been bad this season. What makes you think they're going to fix it now? This um, is like a brand you, new season. It's, it's like a brand the new only, season. The only reason you got Philadelphia, you originally predicted them to be in the NBA Finals. So I don't think that's going to happen. Ben Simmons can't even fix his jump shot. If he does, then Sixers will be a problem. If he doesn't, then uh, goodbye. You're done out of the first round. I think Boston oh, what? Will, will, will... First round? First I, round. Yeah, well, well, I think they're they're playing each other in the first round, right? They should Holy. be playing each other in the first the round. Six is in Boston. They're gonna send you Celtics home the first round. Right no, now, they're not. They would play as you should right put your now, but that might change. I got Boston, man. I like the I like the patient. I like I like the coach coaching with Brad Stevens, and they got playmakers, man. I just don't I just don't think Philadelphia. Have enough playmakers. They have no depth. Brett Brown don't know what the hell he's doing. He needs to be fired. Um, this team will probably be broken up after this season because 
one of these guys will go is either Ben Simmons or it's going to be Joel Embiid. And Ben Simmons has been in a lot of uh, rumors lately. So I, I just don't think these two work at all. If they didn't work last year with Jimmy Butler, what do you think they're going to work now? So I definitely got Boston. Adding a with addition of Bo Walker, I think this is a different team, a better team, and I got Boston as the favorite to come out this conference. So, 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 real quick, I know you asked about who's the favorites. I just want to know who you got in the NBA Finals and who you have winning the finals. Kill. Um, and with my original prediction before the season started, I said I had I had the Celtics and I got. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Lakers will be hoisting the trophy, man. LeBron James, man, fourth title, man. Anthony Davis finally gets his ring. Let's go, baby. Let's MVP. Go. MVP. I um I think Anthony Davis will win the MVP. Okay, Yvonne. Uh, right now, man. I'm going to go with the L.A. Clippers beat the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals in six games. Um, and I've got Kawhi as the MVP. Kawhi goes back to back, and he gets the Clippers their first ring. And the main reason, I think, for that is, I think, multiple reasons. The, the Clippers will come out the West because I think they're the deeper team than the Lakers. And without fans, I think they benefit. Uh, the at Staples Center, whether they were the home or the road team, there would be more Laker fans than the Clipper fans. And I think without fans, that benefits the Clippers. Like I said, they're they're a deeper team, and they're much more well rested. Kawhi and Paul George haven't played most of the games this year anyway, and they've been rested. They're more rested now. I like Doc Rivers over Vogel. So, to me, the Clippers come out the West for those reasons. The Bucks, I think they finally get over the hump. They've been the best team in the East all year. Giannis is hungry. But when it comes to the NBA Finals, I saw Kawhi versus Giannis last year. Kawhi shut him down. I don't see much changing. Kawhi's the better player, more better all-around player. The Clippers beat the Bucks in six games. I completely agree with Mr. Box Office. So I'm not even going to talk about anything else. But what I want to say is this. If Kawhi Leonard, well, it doesn't matter, LeBron or Kawhi, whoever wins this championship, get ready for that GOAT talk to come back up. And here's why. Because if LeBron wins, we already know he has a huge following. People are going to start saying, he got four. One um, in LA, that's three different teams. The, the same thing will be said about Kawhi. Three different teams. And here's the kicker with Kawhi. Two of those teams have never won an NBA championship in the history of their franchises. That would be, Le that would be Kawhi's fourth ring. Three different teams. Two teams that have never Never even made it to the finals until Kawhi got there. <laughs> so I just think if Kawhi wins this ring, man, do you know what this does for his legacy moving forward? You can truly make a case. He's on, 
he's on Mike's tail for the greatest. I'm not saying he is, Keo. You know how I feel about Michael Jordan, but I'm saying who would have thought that when Indiana initially traded that pick for um, the George Hill trade with the Spurs that Kawhi Leonard could arguably be in the conversation of goats. If he does this, man, this is going to be spectacular. But it's interesting because you get to see if one of these, these dudes win, man, it, it, it's going to be spectacular. But if, if Giannis wins, this may be Giannis's league for the next <laughs> for the next 10 years, bro. So it's going to be interesting regardless. I can't wait. I, I'm going to add this. Last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, like nobody can convince me Giannis is better than Kawhi. It's not even close. Uh, and we're not even going to talk about the rings. Last year, he was under 30% when Kawhi guarded him. And listen to this. Giannis points per 100 matchups by defender. He, the second best defender on Giannis in the NBA after everybody's guarding him at least 100 times was Blake Griffin, at, and he averaged 31 points on him. That's the second best. Kawhi was the best, and he only averaged 16 on Kawhi. Golly. Huge difference. And if they meet in the finals, I just think it's a bad matchup for Milwaukee all around. And I think Milwaukee would have benefited from home court, and they won't even have that. So, to me, Kawhi is much better than Giannis, and I, I agree, True, The Clippers are going to win a ring, and they're going to beat LeBron on the way there. And Keo's gonna be shut up just like he is oh, right now. Oh God, man! Would you, would you two, would you two stop it with this Kawhi talk? Come on, now. let's not let's not act like the Clippers have some scrubs on that team. You you got you. There's Paul George there. I never said there's he did. Mon, there's Mon, but you're you're making the way the way you're 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 trying to elevate this guy's status like like he's like he's. Gonna be in the gold conversation. He'll never he be in the gold conversation, man. No, he won't. He's he's playing with uh, he's playing with elite players on his team, elite defenders on his team, man. That's gonna be in question, even if he if he does win the title. Paul George is on that, that team. Patrick Beverly's on this team. Montrezl Harrell, who's going to be can, can in the base for six men of the year. Lou Williams is on can that I say, team. Can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing? Listen Go to ahead. me. I, I'm not against what you're saying, Keo. I'm not. I'm picking the Clippers because I think they are deep. They are a good team. You just said I agreed with you. I said I think the Clippers would have made the playoffs even without Kawhi. But the crazy thing is, if Kawhi wins this ring, he'll have four rings and he won't even be 30 years old. That's scary. That is, exactly. dude, that is crazy. And, and, and I want to add this. LeBron is 35. <laughs> Kawhi's 28. That's right. When LeBron retires, whose Western <laughs> Conference is it? And Durant's not there no more. Giannis is in the East. Steph, will be, Steph is four years older than Kawhi. Trust me, bro. He will be in the go talk. I'm saying it right now. Kawhi Leonard will end his career with at least four championships. At least Man, he will. I can't, end, I can't. He will end with four more titles, and he will be in the go talk. Man, you, 
You can't. You can't. You I'm can't not gonna add say that. It. I'm not saying that. You I'm can't, saying if he wins it this year, you can't, it's it's all in bopping there. Can't, <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't add goat in there when he was when 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 he's when he was hiding behind one of the greatest power forwards of all time, one of the greatest. He greatest won without him. Of all time. He went without him. Um. Yeah. They, and they and they had and they had a good team in Toronto. Toronto I didn't, say didn't they did. have no scrubs on that team. Toronto was a good team, man. They had they had pieces around them. It wasn't like Kawhi was carrying that team like like guys like Matthew Deladova, Delonte West. My <laughs> God, come on now. Before before last year, though, I want you to be honest. Before last year. Most people, not saying us three, not say, most people wouldn't have knew who the hell Van um, um Van Vliet was or Pascal Siakam. People didn't know who those dudes were last year. Those dudes were just average NBA players. Matter of fact, some people probably would have said below average NBA players. <clears throat> the only person they would have knew was Kyle Lowry or in Serge Ibaka. Oh. I, I stand corrected. Marcus Saul, they got, but they traded for Marcus Saul. Those who they would have knew, but Marcus Saul's past his prime. We know that. Memphis yeah. gave up on him. That's like Shaq when Shaq was past his prime. Marcus Saul is solid, but he averaged how many points in the NBA finals? Less than eight, less than ten for sure. Um, I'm just saying, bro. You gotta give Kawhi a little more credit than what you're saying right now, Kyo. He gets credit, but not enough credit to be the best player in the world or to, to be in the You voted him number two. Man. You voted him number two. I know. <laughs> I know. I did. I did. I did vote him number two. <laughs> off, of, off of technicality because KD's injured. That's the reason why. And Steph Curry was injured too. So, um, yeah. He won't be number two next year, though. I, I guarantee you that. If if even if everybody was healthy, I'd still take Kawhi over Steph. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Steph Curry, man. Like like you said, man. Like you said, Yvonne. Steph Curry changed the game. He revolu- revolutionized that that position, man. People didn't pull up pull up on threes like that. You got guys like Dame Lillard pulling up from that deep now. So I I I got. I'm taking Steph, man. That, but that's next year. But Kawhi's number two, though. And for everybody out there, um, um, if Kyo don't mind, I'm going to say what we're going to do next. Are you cool? Are you cool oh. with that, Kyo? Or you want to say? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So now that we wrapped up 15 to 1, as far as NBA players, we're going to do 15 to 1 best quarterbacks on the upcoming year in the NFL. Mr. Box Office. Don't drop the ball on this, man. You know that. You know what it is, Keo. Don't uh, drop the ball on this. You know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know. Uh, I just hope somebody in their top fifteen doesn't put a Trey Young like NFL quarterback because <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're going off of who we think is going to have a yeah. great year this year, but on the same side, who we think is the best player at the position. Yeah, so I just wanted to add, in, add into that. Um, so um, I we've, we've 
it's gonna be once again. It's gonna be, gonna be voted by all MBS mem- uh, voted by um, all MBS members. I nearly got everybody's list. I'm I'm actually waiting for um actually J franchise list. So as soon as J franchise sends the list, then our list will actually be com- complete. Um, the numbers will be crunched, and we're gonna determine who will be the top fifteen and possibly possibly. I really hope that we'll probably be able to release 15 to 11 by next week so we could be able to talk about it. Because by the time that ends, we're going to be close to football season. Obviously, we're going to be doing um, running backs, wide receivers. So um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Because it was because the NBA, it was, but the, despite all the disagreements, it was good, man, based off of the Bay Talks, off of all the MBS members. So it was, it was a good product to put out for everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to everybody that voted, man. Everybody that voted, yes. man. We do appreciate y'all. All right. With that being said, since since we're on since we're on NFL, we're gonna talk NFL right now, and we're gonna talk Drew Brees. So based so after the aftermath, his comments, his apologies. So how much? How much? How much of a impact will this have on his team going moving forward to this season? Okay, well I'll go first, being I guess that I'm the Saints fan. Um, we if everybody missed it and they not they wondering why we're not talking about um the comments and the whole nine. You can go back to yesterday's show on Let's Talk About It. We spoke about this very um well that scenario yesterday, so that's why we're not talking about it right now. But as far as the impact on the team, I have a lot of question marks as far as what's going to happen with the New Orleans Saints this year. I think either it's either one or the other. Either they're going to have a phenomenal year this year or they're going to fall apart. And that has a lot to do with what's going to happen from the very beginning. From the very beginning. You know, we know they get Tampa Bay week one. They have a crazy schedule. They play Green Bay early on. Um their schedule is going to be tough. We know that. We know that. It's not going to be a piece of cake. And Drew Brees right now, we know, is dealing with stuff off the field with all the issues and that that, that are people, you know, had an issue with what he said. So, and, and, and learning about, you know, what's going on right now within the Black community. So, it could be a rough season for the Saints. It could be a, a, a situation where they unite and they come together and it'd be beautiful. Um, as a Saints fan, of course, I'm crossing my fingers, hoping so. I don't know, but I will say this. It'll either be great or it'll be bad. It won't be a 8-8 eight and eight type season for the Saints. It won't be a 7-9 and nine type season. I think it's going to be either, either all downhill or it'll be just a, a, a phenomenal season. So that's where I stand. That's what I think as far as what's going on in New Orleans. Mr. Box Office? Um. I don't think this is going to affect the Saints that much. I thought it was going to destroy the Saints the way the players were acting early on. But it seems like they changed their tone. And you have to remember, this was set in in the beginning of June. The season's in September. Um, It's a long ways away, and I think it will die down by then. But I will say this, though. Whoever picks off Drew Brees is going to act a fool. Uh and I think a lot of players will be very, very eager to play them. So I'm on Twitter, on the MBS Central Twitter page right now, 
And we happened to follow Javon Kurz, who was the Viking safety from Clemson, now is the Lions uh, safety. And he just tweeted, can't wait until week four. So I looked at their schedule and I was thinking he was referring to the Vikings because now he's a Detroit Lion and they play the Saints week four. That's the only reason he's saying it. He's And Malik Jackson from the Eagles said the other day he's eager to play Drew Brees. So I think this is going to pump up a lot of their opponents. But I think that uh, the, the Saints will not win the division. I've actually got the Tampa Bay Bucks, But I do think the Saints get in as a wild card team. I just think that they have the right leadership in New Orleans, and that includes Drew Brees to get this right, to at least make the playoffs. Um, however, let's say it goes all wrong, and the Saints miss the playoffs, I think Brees should retire then. Okay. Okay. Key up. Um, um, man. I had, I had mixed emotions going with all of this happened, I um I I was one of I was a harsh critic on Breeze, but you know, like like you said, man, everybody deserves to be forgiven, and um everybody deserves a second chance. With that being said, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't think it's gonna have an impact on the team. I think it's gonna be a good team. I think it's going to bring the team together. Um, and I think this uh, the Saints are going to be, um, like like um, like Yvonne said, everything will be forgotten because we'll be in September by then. And um, I think it's, this is going to be a good thing. And I think it's going to be, you know, a, learn, a good learning experience for everybody. And I think the Saints, they'll be fine. They'll be good to go. But I just, I just think it's completely unfair that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to play against uh, the New Orleans Saints in the first week. Unfair. Um, I can't believe it. They, they, they played, they played Tom Brady, man. They, they did them dirty this year though. But with that being said, Oh my God. Come um, on, man. With that being, with that being said, I think the Saints will be fine. Michael Thomas will keep running his slants. I think uh, Alvin Kamara will. <laughs> you got <laughs> I jokes. Alvin... You got jokes. Okay. I think. Uh, I think. Uh... Hold on, man. I said Alvin Kamara was the best wide receiver last year. <laughs> no, I don't have jokes. I just think he's a good route runner, and one of his one of his one of his main uh, top routes that he likes to run are slants, and he's. He he's really good at it. So if it ain't if it ain't broke, why That's fix it? Could. So y'all, got, y'all don't watch football. Just if it ain't that. broke, if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, then why fix it? So keep running slants until they until That's they. That's not all he runs. What are y'all watching? You know what? Uh, to 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 quote Mister Box Office. You guys are officially part timers. <laughs> if well, y'all can say- here and tell me Michael Thomas, all he does is run slants. Man, y'all don't watch the Saints. Okay, no, okay. Man. Maybe, maybe Saints fans aren't watching the Saints because look, no. <laughs> by the numbers. Thomas, 
has been targeted 118 <laughs> times on slants throughout his career and caught 97 of them. That's, That's his career. 85. Listen, listen. He's caught 82.5% of all targets the last two seasons, and 80% of his yards <laughs> and catches are from slant routes. Okay, okay. So hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That doesn't mean he can't run anything else. What are y'all talking about? What are we talking he about? He can't. I'm okay, hold up. And, I'm, and not, I'll say this. I'm not saying. And, hold up. And I'll say this. What was Jerry Rice known for? <laughs> Jerry Rice won championships. Oh, look at that. No, you're not looking at <laughs> with, two, with two different players. We're gonna see how Slant Thomas does without Drew Brees. You see, you y'all are yeah. so sick. And Keel, yes. it is exactly what you're saying. That's all he can run. <laughs> I'm making up, I'm making up your mind for you. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all should be ashamed of yourself. So, you know what? We got a new show on MBS. I want to. I'm gonna be the first to announce it. The part timers are coming. The part timers are coming. Led by Mr. Box Office. Duke. I didn't know Duke was gonna have a show. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a show with you then, because you definitely a part timer for that statement. Go I'm, I'm just going by the numbers. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying all he runs is slants. A majority yes, of his routes are slants. He can run curls. He can run. He can run in and out. He can. He no. You know. In football, there's different type of slants. There's a deep slant. There's a quick slant. There's a regular there's slant. There's a in route. Slant and go. Thank you, Vic. Yeah, Thank man. you, Vic. Cross, Thank you, Vic. And everybody else cross, that's tuned crossing, in right now. Don't listen to these guys. The part time, and you know, cross crossing routes. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, Michael Thomas is a PPR machine. You want you want fantasy football? Oh yeah, Michael Thomas, he's right there with you. Are you drafting? But him? um, but I maybe <laughs> uh, uh, if you if you don't jack up the price if you don't jack up the price on him, I will. Okay, but um, and, but um. And Michael Thomas should be doing more than 70 yards in the playoffs, uh, you know, uh, before I put him that high on my list. Oh, my. You know what, Yvonne? You're just disrespectful, man. Don't disrespect Michael Thomas. I wasn't a believer when he first came into the league, but he's made me a believer. I just just want to let you know this, this this is the tip of the iceberg from what you're gonna see in the next couple of weeks because I agree with these quarter with these quarterback lists that I've been I've been receiving from everybody. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit get some head scratchers. Uh, oh my god. I, 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 I could just but, imagine. Uh, I could just imagine. Oh my God. but uh but uh, I, but, uh go ahead. I, I I just I don't know where to begin with you two guys. Y'all y'all just disrespecting Michael Thomas on here, talking about all he runs is slants. Somebody can't stop him then, because he had the most catches right. last year. Play the inside, shut that part down. Uh, play the inside. 
the the Vikings let him have his inside stuff, and they 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 they, they got the W. That's all that matters. Oh my uh, God, y'all are something all right, else. Yeah, I, uh, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to our next topic for tonight. And this is actually, this actually is our final topic in the NFL. So let's go. So Roger Goodell. So you know a lot's been transpiring in the NFL the this past week from from um from the N from from Drew Brees and his apology, players lashing out on him, from Vic Vangio coming out, Jay Crom. But the NFL finally issued an apology that these issues that we are dealing with does exist. So what does what what does this say about the NFL now that the NFL actually admitted that they were wrong and finally apologized? What does this say about them? Absolutely, absolutely nothing. Um, I, I didn't even see a need for this. Uh, I, I didn't even, I, I because as, if you ask me, unless you sign them, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and obviously, Roger Goodell doesn't you know, decide who signs who. It's the GMs and the owners of each team. However, I it, because of their lack of power to sign Kaepernick, I don't think the uh, apology was needed. I think the apology was more needed from the teams themselves. But they'll, the, like, for example, Pete Carroll said he we were wrong. Well, I don't think there's a need for that unless you're going to do something about it and sign Kaepernick. So, in my opinion, it means nothing. I glossed over it and I moved on uh, because I don't think it's going to get them signed. And uh, to be honest, all I think about is the NFL just cares about their ratings. When the protesting was going on, their ratings were down. And now that they're back up, they're going to apologize. However, when they were down, would they have apologized? I don't think so. It's a business all they care about is the ratings, and that's what it comes down to. And that's why it means nothing to me. Yeah, I, I can say this. I can honestly say this. I understand where Mr. Box Office is coming from, and he may be right. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's 1,000% wrong. I told you yesterday, Key, on, on Let's Talk About It, that, you know, as far as the coaches that saying, oh, we should have signed Cap, I'm like, come on, man. You don't need to say that now. You had every opportunity to sign Cap. If you really want to sign Cap, you could have signed him back then. As far as the NFL, you said that you're sorry. What are you sorry for? What are you sorry for? If you're saying you're sorry, cool. I ain't tripping. But you're saying you're sorry, you must have done something wrong. They felt like they, they wronged Kaepernick. They came out. And the crazy thing is, like, I think, Keo, last night you said it. He didn't even mention Kaepernick's name. Am I correct? Yes, he didn't. So, so what are you sorry for? You didn't even mention the guy's name. You didn't even say, man, look, we did Colin wrong. We um we owe him a huge apology. He apologized to everyone. Cool. That's what he that's how he felt. Cool. You know, at the end of the day, bro, like Yvonne said, was the apology sincere? Maybe, maybe it wasn't. At this point right now, man, Cap has to decide if he wants to play football or not. I personally don't think he wants to play anymore. Um, and I will say this. It, sometimes it is hard to apologize. If it was sincere, let's go from that angle. If it was sincere, then they, and they really mean that they were sorry, then it's all good. 
You know, a lot of times people can't admit when they're wrong. If they can admit that they were wrong and they can come out publicly and say that they're sorry, hey, that's all That's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for sometimes. Now they just got to do better moving forward. Go ahead, Kiel. Yeah, man. Um, I'm... I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna salute Roger Goodell for this. He's trying, and um, and I think it was for apologize because I look when I I look at it, it me for me for because you know when I when I screwed up with uh, most people don't know when I screwed up with with True even when I screwed up with Yvonne. It was it was hard for me to apologize because I wasn't sure if people were going to accept it. I wasn't sure if it was going to be sincere or not, and and it, it, an apology is hard, especially with him. He didn't do it with, with a post with words. It came from a video. And Roger Goodell, right now, he's actually trying, like he's actually trying to address these issues. I know with the minorities thing, I know that was a really bad move, but he was trying like everything he's been doing with the NFL right now, especially with COVID-19, he has been, you know, he, this, this, this is the only professional sport that's actually been doing what they're supposed to do as far as from comfortable with the, with the players, with the virtual draft from, from the free agent signing, from the scheduling, um, working with a case. We have a, a, like a, a part two with of the coronavirus hitting us. And um, I do got to commend him. But the only problem I have with the apology is he didn't mention Colin Kaepernick's name. He mentioned, oh, certain NFL players. That's what he said. He didn't mention Colin Kaepernick's name. Kaepernick's name, I think it would have been, you know, I, I would have felt a different way. But, you know, I, you know, I think, I think the apology was sincere. And I think um, they do got to take action. And they, and they said that you support the players if they do kneel or decide not to kneel during the national anthem. So um, I'm glad all these issues are being addressed right now and everything's all coming out because now that you, you people are realizing that these issues do exist in this country, not just in this country, but in sports in general. I'll say this. I'll say this. When you apologize, um, if it's if it's from the heart, if I apologize to you, I can't make you accept my apology. All I can do is apologize. You have to make that decision if you want to accept it or not. So to your point, if Roger Goodell and the NFL felt like they needed to apologize, whether we accept it right now or not, that's not the point. They 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 extended their hand, said I was sorry, I messed up, and that's all they can do. That's all they can do now. Moving forward, they have to show it action. They have to show it action. We talked about the Breeze situation. You know, you could say you're sorry. I could tell my wife I'm sorry. I could tell my family members, look, man, I dropped the ball, man. My bad. I'm sorry. But after that, I got I to gotta deliver action behind my words. So we'll see what happens in the NFL moving forward. I know, Yvonne, you said you don't think Kaepernick wants to play anymore, correct? Correct. Uh, I just do not think he wants to play. I'm glad uh, Stephen A., Jay-Z, and others have came out and called him out for it because I think he's more worried about the political side than actually playing. Um, and there's proof of, of that out there. There's rumors he was uh, offered a contract. He turned it down. 
Uh, we know even when the AAF or the XFL was going on, one of them offered him a million dollars to play next year, and he said no. Um, and also, when he had that workout in front of teams, it was supposed to be in the Falcons stadium. He moved it down the street last second. That just tells me he's trolling at that point. So I don't think he's worried about playing. I don't think he cares about playing. And uh, and even if he was, I still don't see a team signing up. Uh, he was last in a lot of uh, quarterback stats the last two years he did play. And now he's had three years off. I just think that it's ridiculous that people think that he's actually going to get signed. Three years is a long, long time, especially when you weren't a Hall of Famer to begin with anyway, uh, when you did leave the game. So I don't think he wants to play. Even if he did, I don't think he'd get signed. Okay, I know we can't – we're not really going to dwell on that. I don't agree with everything he just said, but respect, respect. I don't think he wants to play either, but – you know, right. I mean, for, for different reasons, though. I think, you know, when somebody you feel like blackballs you or disrespects you, if that's the way he feels, it's hard to go back to work for those same people. But I could be wrong. All right, you know? man. So that um, that's, that sums up our NFL topics for tonight. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk more NFL uh, to see whatever – events transpired i from what i know i know that players are allowed at facilities facilities now to practice so that's actually a good thing right now so um football's around the corner summer i'm excited for summer well some people it's already summer already so because you got you got the nba playoffs and then then you go to um the NFL season, possibly some college football. So I'm looking forward to this summer, man. So I, I, I'm definitely excited for it. All right. So let's go to our very last topic. And we're going to recap the UFC event. UFC, two, UFC 250. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I lost. I lost. I lost the bet to both of you guys. Shout out to Antonio because I also bet him. Hey, but it was a risk that I took, and it didn't go in my favor. So I, I'll admit that I was wrong. But with that being said, UFC 250, man. Um, yo, Yvonne, let's go. Let's do it how we normally do it. Our winners and losers, true. You're welcome to chime in on this also. Okay. I'm going to go two winners, two losers. My first winner, Sean O'Malley. Uh he fought on the main card. A lot of people don't know of him still. Some do. He's 12-0 and 0 now. Another big-time win. Literally knocked his opponent out with just one punch. Uh, he, 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 uh, he beat Wineland, and uh, he's a big winner. He stays undefeated, and you're just going to hear more and more about him as, as his career goes on. Another winner, and I won't go into Nunez. We all know she's a winner, but to me it was Cody Garbrandt. Uh, three straight losses after being 12 and 0 or 11 and 0. Three straight losses, lost to Dillashaw twice, lost his championship, and finally gets a win. Uh, three huge straight losses and finally gets on a roll, knocked out his opponent with a punch on at the end of the second round, literally last second to win. 
that was a huge win for him. He needed that. My losers. Um, I'm just going to go with one loser. Felicia uh, Spencer, who lost to Amanda Nunes. Great fighter. Made it through all five rounds. And we know how hard Nunes fights. Only a loser because I felt like she lost every single round. Uh, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't show herself enough. But a tough competitor to make it throughout all the rounds. But I say just a loser, just because I felt like she could have done a lot better with this much time to prepare. All right, can I go? I'll go next. You know, I'm not the UFC expert. These guys love UFC. I'm more of a boxing guy. But I will say this: my biggest winner is Amanda Nunes, and then my biggest loser. <laughs> is the female division in UFC. <laughs> Nobody's beating this girl. <laughs> I heard box office and them tell me about Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, um, Cyborg. Cyborg. Um, Spencer. Um, and they all get dominated. They don't just lose. They get dominated by Amanda Nunes. So Amanda Nunes is my biggest winner. These are supposed to be the elite fighters in the women's division. And Nunez is just running through them. So the biggest loser is the women's division. Somebody got to at least give her a fight. Give her at least a decent fight. Um, every round? Come on, man. Come on, man. So, yeah, I'm going with Amanda Nunez is my winner. The loser is the division. All right, man. Um. <laughs> I can't believe oh, what oh, happened. And, and Keo's a loser too, because he bet on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I'll take that. I was a loser. I I thought Felicia Spencer was going to pull a Holly home, what she did to Ronda Rousey. I was like, man. In my mind, I was like, man, this is it. This is it. But oh, guess man. what? It didn't happen. Felicia Spencer got embarrassed. But, hey, you got to give her credit, though, man, because she lasted. Um, Nuna, she normally finishes um, – Nuna, she finished her opponents really quickly. But um, people might think that this is, you know, very um, popular. Uh, I do – I have Nunes as my winner, but the reason why I have Nunes as my winner, because this was her best, her, this this was this was her best performance by far, man. Best performance by far. She showed her whole repertoire, not just her punching power, but her uh her ground game alter, her defense also, and she she picked her apart in this round, man, and showed her submission game also. So. Amanda Nunes, I think this by far, even though it was hands down a dominant performance, I think it was her best and most complete performance. Uh, my second winner, I'm going to go with um, I like Aljamain Sterling, man. Aljamain Sterling had a great finish of this fight and um, he was definitely huge and I think he moves up in the rankings. Cody Garbrandt, man. I think this was one of the best <coughs> knockouts <coughs> in quite some time. I think it. I think this knockout it kind of is up in the ranks with Jorge Masvidal when he uh, took out Ben Askren. I think that knockout it was like a buzzer beat right on, man. And um, that was definitely um, uh, my winner. 
my losers. Um, I'm gonna go with True with same thing that True said, and and he stole he stole my thunder once again, like <laughs> always. Unbelievable. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say the female division. I'm like, man, really? You really get to say that right now? But yeah, the female division. I feel really bad for the female division right now. I don't know what the hell's going on with the female division. He's clean out both of these divisions. I don't know what's next, man. The only thing I could think of is maybe she could fight Valentina Shevchenko because they had that close fight last time. <clears throat> but um, that's the only fight I could think of for her. But um, I do that for the female division in both classes. She's wiped them out. Nobody wants to fight her. And um, I hope somebody comes up, man, because um, if not, then Noon is going to be the champion for a very, very long time. With that being said, <clears throat> is Amanda Nunes, this is our next topic right now, is Amanda Nunes the GOAT as far as the females go? Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I thought that the last three, four fights of her uh, illustrious career. So, like you said, Keo, this was one of her really – better uh, performances. She displayed her whole repertoire, only uh, th four losses in her career, but the last loss was six years ago. Uh, she's beaten pretty much everybody, wiped out the whole division. Holly Holm, Cyborg, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, Felicia Spencer, just running through them. Uh, she's got the best resume, hasn't lost in six years, and seems to only look better and better through each performance. So Amanda Nunes is the women's UFC GOAT. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna dispute him on that. Like I said, y'all, you guys watch it. I'm not the biggest UFC fan, but I will say I'm a more of a casual fan when it comes to this. And I know who Amanda Nunes is. And I was comfortable betting you the cases of water versus the cases of Coke that you drink. Um, because I know what <laughs> Nunes, I know what Nunes can do, man. She, she, bruh, she's dominating. All I heard everybody say was Cyborg, man, Cyborg this, Cyborg that. And she punished Cyborg. And she punished everybody she gets in the ring with. So, or in the octagon, what I should say. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to say she's the GOAT. <clears throat> yeah, man. Like, like, like Yvonne said, that the opponents that she went through, they were top class opponents. Um, she basically swept the scorecards with uh, two counts of 50 and 44 and 50 and 45. Um, she dominated that fight, like 24 strikes to Spencer's 42. Her accuracy was at 57%. And she's in an elite class right now with the likes of, uh, because she's, gonna, she's the first simultaneous the uh, two-division champion in U.S. history. She defended both belts. She had eight uh, title fight wins, placing her third on guys like John Jones, Anderson, Jose Albo. I mean, that's an elite class to be with, and and she, she's done, and and she definitely is the goat, and um. I think nobody can 
can really make an argument with that. Like you can't, I, you can't even put Ronda Rousey in, in the goat conversation anymore. The goat conversation is done, man. She is the goat. So, um, I wanna, I wanna switch it up, make it really interesting right now. So, do you, do you have Amanda Nunes in the Mount Rushmore of of UFC? Not as of right now. Um, I, I wow. felt like. I feel like Rousey or Cyborg revolutionized the women's division more. Nunez was better, but there's, and I think you have to revolutionize the sport in a big way when you're on the Mount Rushmore. Um, to me, maybe if she continues this dominance for another two, three years, then we can have a different conversation. But to me, right now, my Mount Rushmore, it's Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre. John Jones and man, I think the fourth, the issue is I would like to put a heavyweight in there, but the heavyweights can't stay consistently up there because they get knocked out so quick because of the hand power. So, and you can make the case for a guy like McGregor just because of the way he sells, but I'm going to go with Khabib. Khabib is undefeated. Nobody's beaten Khabib, uh, and that's a big difference. I think when you're undefeated and nobody's beaten you, that you you have a big case. So you can put Royce Gracie. Uh, you can put uh, a lot of guys like Randy Couture that revolutionized that sport. But to me, this this gets updated more and more as the sport goes along. And right now, Anderson Silva to me revolutionized it. He made the UFC bigger than what it was when he got in there way bigger and then john jones was just dominant never still to this day has really never lost um george st pierre huge component to the ufc over the years dominated the welterweight division and khabib i think is a surprise to most people but i think just because nobody's really taken him out yet or really put him in a vulnerable position He's my surprise number four. But the UFC, man, it changes every year. And like I said, Amanda Nunes could be on this list very soon. But I think of the impact of the women, Cyborg and Rousey have more, had more of an impact and made the spotlight on the women in the UFC bigger than it is right now. I'll, I'll say this. Like I said, I don't know that this as well as you guys do. All I can go off is what I know. And I would put Amanda Nunez on the Mount Rushmore just because of what I've seen. What I've seen, as big as Ronda Rousey was, she dismantled her. She dismantled Cyborg. Um, I like to go by, I understand revolutionizing things, but I like to put the best up there. That's what I like to do. And I believe that she she's one bad woman. So I'm gonna put it up there. I don't know, like I said, I know John Jones should be up there from what I know, and and definitely Anderson Silva. Look, when Anderson Silva was fighting, that's when I actually used to watch the UFC. I actually went by the UFC game, played the game. So Anderson Silva got to be up there. And as far as everybody else, I don't really know. I'm not gonna say act like I do, but those three definitely for me. Um, as far as 
as far as um Amanda Nunes go, I wouldn't put her in the Mount Rushmore. Um, um, uh, Yvonne made some good points about revolutionizing uh you know the game as as far as the females go, and um, Ronda Rousey set the bar, set the tone for that. And um, when she left, um, a lot of people thought that vision was gonna be nothing, man. And um, I think. I think Amanda Nunes. When you when you and when you ask like a typical sports fan about Amanda Nunes, they don't they don't know Amanda Nunes like that. I'm pretty sure they have heard of her, but it doesn't. It's not like not like how they know Ronda Rousey or John Jones, uh, because they've had a huge impact on that sport. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Amanda Nunes in the Mount Rushmore as of yet. Um, and I, li- I like what um, Yvonne said about the Mount Rushmore. I think Mount Rushmore, I definitely got I definitely got John Jones, Anderson Silva in there, a GSP in there. Um, and man, um, I'm not sure who, who would be in the in that last list. Um, I, I that last that last that last one is definitely undecided for me, but I think um, you could throw a lot of names in there, like guys like Gracie also. So um, there you have it. So let's talk. So we're going to talk a little bit more UFC before we wrap up tonight's show. So um, I wanted to ask you guys, what's, what's more of, what's more of a bigger issue that needs to be fixed right now? Um, What's more of a, a bigger issue right now? Um, Jorge Masvidal's contract, right? No, I, I meant um, Conor McGregor retiring or John Jones' contract dispute with the UFC right now? Definitely John Jones because Conor McGregor isn't retiring. Um, Con- that's, third- that's Conor McGregor's third retirement in four years. Okay, he's he's just selling his next fight. That's all it is. Just like Floyd Mayweather retired multiple times. It's the same crap. I don't buy that for one second. Uh, you're fooling yourselves if you think you've seen Conor McGregor for the last time. You haven't. You might see him in six months. Um, in terms of John Jones now, I do think that's a little bit of an issue. So for those that don't know, Stipe Miocic is going to fight Daniel Cormier for That's the title what we should be talking about. <laughs> in August. And that's the trilogy. Win or lose, the DC said he's retiring. Stipe Miocic is the champion. And John Jones got involved because he's completely wiped out the light heavyweight division. Completely. And it's time to move on to the heavyweight. We need to see if he can handle the heavyweight punches. And because Daniel Cormier and uh, Stipe Miocic are one and two, number three is uh, Francis Nagande. He's never fought DC, but he fought Miocic and got dominated, lost all five rounds. And But he has improved since that fight. He's been a lot better. And I do think if he fought DC, I think DC would win because he would do the same thing Miocic did, take him down and keep him down. That, and, that, and that's the way you fight. Francis Nagano. He's too he's too powerful to stand up with. And anybody that stands up with him is a fool. 
and it's not the right decision. Just like his latest fight a month ago, the fool decided to stand up with him and got knocked out in 30 seconds. Just not the smart thing to do. So that he, uh, there was ideas of Francis Naganu versus John Jones. And I would love to see that because I want to see if John Jones can, can take those punches in that division. However, he apparently was asking for too much money. Too much money. I do not know the exact amount. Some said $6 million, Some said $30 million. I don't know. But all I know is John Jones, I think, I think he's asking for too much. He knows what he's usually getting paid. And now all of a sudden he wanted money out of this world. And I think that's an issue because if the UFC lost him, it would, it would be a big loss to the sport. You're talking about maybe their best pound-for-pound pound fighter. And I think he is currently. I think he's the second best all-time and the best right now, pound-for-pound. Pound. And the world would love to see him in the heavyweight division. So the, the Conor McGregor thing is not even an issue. He do not believe his retirement at all. Uh, he'll be back within six months. John Jones is an issue. Uh, and he's gotten in a lot of trouble, including trouble as of late. And the UFC just keeps giving him chance after chance after chance just because of the star power he holds. But uh, Daniel uh, Dana White seems to figure it out always with his stars. He'll figure this out with John Jones. And I think we'll get John Jones the heavyweight division within the next year. And McGregor's going to be back. I think John Jones is bigger priority right now because McGregor will fight again. But I think at the end of the day, they will figure it out. Well, I'll lean on y'all for that. But I will say, I've been waiting for Q to bring up Miocic versus Cormier 3. That's our, that's our next topic. Well, then that's go ahead, Kyo. You taking too long. The time's almost um, up. You're talking about a bunch of different things that don't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> actually, that's why now I'm going to call you a part-timer. Hey, I said um, it myself when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first the first step is acceptance but um I as far as <laughs> okay so as far as this goes i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna agree with ivana in this one because um it's about selling his fight he just came off with a huge layoff and take, took out daniel cerrone the cowboy and I think it's about fighting uh, with, with his next opponent. I'm not sure who it's going to be, but I'm pretty sure whoever Connor fights, it's going to definitely be a huge fight. And um, and I'm looking forward to see it, man. And with John Jones, they can't lose John Jones because if John, if they lose John Jones, John Jones could go to uh, maybe somewhat, somebody like Bellator and possibly um, – sign them to huge money and they're going to give John Jones what he deserves so I hope Dana White and uh, the UFC officials fix this and give him the fight he wants and um, and yeah, basically that's it alright so let's go to our last topic True, for some reason is excited for this topic um, yeah today announced, announced today the trilogy DC Daniel Cormier Versus the Croatian sensation, the reigning, defending, undisputed champion, Stipe Miocic. 
So how excited are you guys about this fight and who wins? Woo! Oh. <laughs> let, let the full timer answer this. So, All right. Yeah, let's go. So, let's go. So, so, so let me say this. For everybody out there, this is how ironic this is. We got three guys on here. One's from Croatia. Steve made me Jamiric's, Miocic, however you say his name. I don't want to get this. I don't want to be disrespectful. He's Croatian. I'm from Lafayette. DC is from Lafayette. Keo lives in San Jose. DC is in San Jose. <laughs> so, so this is like crazy that all three of us from three parts of the uh, world, different parts of the world, and these two fighters have a little bit of all of us in them. So, and by the way. Son, by the right. way, we had Stephen Miocic on the show before he won the title the first time. Yep, we sure did. We had him on. We had him on MBS. We had Kia. You got to upload that um that interview. But let me tell y'all, man. DC to me, I watched both fights and no biasness involved. DC won the first fight for everybody out there, and in the second fight. He was winning the fight. And then Stipe figured out that my man's stomach wasn't, wasn't in the best of shape and took advantage of that. DC, come back, brother. Be in better shape because I know you're going to rep Lafayette. I know that I'm going to be able to brag to Iman about how my boys from Lafayette get down. So DC, I got DC winning this fight to answer your question. I'm not even waiting until the fight happens. I'm picking DC tonight on this show. What's today? June 9th, 2020. I'm picking DC to beat Stipe Miocic on this show right now. And I'm going to say by unanimous decision. Okay. So first off, I want to say... I'm a DC fan. I really like DC. I, I rooted for him against John Jones. I like the person he is. I like the type of fighter he is. I don't get the haters behind DC at all. He's a good guy. Um, and I like him even as a commentator. And uh, I, I just, I really like DC. Um, and obviously me being Croatian, Miocic's parents are Croatian. Uh, so he grew up Croatian in America, similar to how I did. And uh, Mirchich is a great guy as well. I think they're both great guys. But I think that matchup is very interesting. So in the first fight, I felt like, and you can go back and watch it, it's less than five minutes long. So it, it, I felt like Mirchich was winning the fight. He was more aggressive, landing more shots. And then he got caught. And, and it was a perfect uh, punch. Daniel Cormier knocked him out and won the title. And, and that's part of the uh, fight game. Sometimes you can be way better and you just get knocked out. You get caught. Second fight, I thought that Daniel Cormier was much better all three first rounds. And in the fourth round, Miocic figured out, why don't I hit him in the stomach more often? And eventually it worked. Get, uh, gassed uh, Cormier out and knocked him out. So very similar uh, fights with different uh, with a different winner and here we are DC said win or lose this is last fight 
I felt like DC wasn't into the second fight as much going into it mentally. I, I thought he wasn't there as mentally. I, I thought I thought Miocic was just hungry in that second fight. And here we are with the third fight. I just hope DC doesn't end up eye-poking him. Because he oh, loves my God. And, and that's a fact. Look, if you go watch the fights, he was eye-poking on both fights. And it was so bad that Miocic actually had to get eye surgery. <laughs> that's how bad it was. But at the end of the day, I think Miocic is the better fighter right now. And I Facts. Think and I think that Miocic beats him. Wait your you, turn. Wait your in, turn. Let in unanimous go. decision. In <laughs> unanimous decision. I think that the, a fight between them finally goes into the ref's hands, into the uh, umpire's hands, and I think the judges decide. And I think that because Miocic is a champ, they're going to give Miocic an advantage. What I think will be different in this fight is Cormier, I think, will go back to his wrestling roots. I think he will go down to, uh, and try to wrestle because he, I think he played himself in the second fight. He had some success with takedowns, and he got away from it. He got away from it, and Miocic, I think, is the better fighter when they stand <laughs> up. And I think that's that benefited Miocic, and he eventually won. No bias aside, D- DC is great. And he's only lost to Jones and, and Miocic, no one else. Um, but I think right now, Miocic is a better fighter. And I think he wins a unanimous decision. Gil, okay. break okay. the tie. So, so there's levels to this, man. When True X, the sports junkie, is talking boxing and college football... I know when to back off and step the hell back when he's talking because <laughs> it, there's 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 levels to this. But Daniel Cormier is not gonna win this fight. Um, I got Stevie Miocic in either a knockout or a unanimous unanimous decision. I think uh I think this but well but as far as this fight goes, I think it's gonna be it's a huge fight. I think this is going to be a legacy fight. I think this fight is going to determine who is probably the greatest heavyweight um, fighter of all time. When you look at Cormier, his MMA career, as far as a heavyweight, I'm not talking about any any other weight classes. He lost to John Jones those other times. But he's 16-1. He beat Bigfoot, Silva, Mir, Roy Nelson, Derek Lewis. Um, he beat Miocic once. Um, you go to Miocic's resume, he beat guys like uh, Nelson, Mark Hunt, Arlowski. Um, uh, Naganu. Oh, yeah, Naganu. Um, Dos Santos. Ale- yeah, DC, Alistair Overeem. And I think, I think uh, the winner of this fight with this trilogy is going to earn the right to be the best Heavyweight fighter of all time, man, and I think this is a huge fight. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this fight, kind of not really, because I already know the outcome of this fight, how it's gonna be. Because you look, <laughs> we're talking about a 40 year old washed up Daniel Cormier. I just don't think he doesn't have it anymore. I think he's was forced in this decision. 
I think he was fine as a commentary, man. Commentary. He was doing a really, really great job. Man, Momo was doing a great job in CBS, but Cormier, he was doing a really great job. I don't think he has no business stepping in the ring in the likes of a stature of Stipe Miocic. There's levels to this. Um, I, I really feel bad about this fight, and I really feel bad about DC Daniel Cormier. You know, shout out to San Jose, shout out to Lafayette, but uh, I'm excited about this fight, but not really because I already know the outcome of it. Okay, so I'm I'm right now in Lafayette, Louisiana. To all my Lafayette people, man, we already had Steve Miocic <laughs> on this show. <laughs> I personally don't know Daniel Cormier. I know some people that do know him personally. I am begging y'all to get Daniel Cormier <laughs> on this show. Because I want you to keep that same energy. I want you to keep that same energy. Because we're gonna, I'm gonna try to get him on this show. Be be to y'all get ready because it's about to happen. It's about to happen. All yeah. my Lafayette people, if you know Daniel Cormier, please tell him come on the nothing but sports show, True Exit Sports Junkie wants him on to talk to this guy at the bottom of my screen. <laughs> or at the top, wherever you're doing it. And, and it would be better to get him on before the sh- before the fight, August 15th. So let's try to make that happen. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's so let's get go, to these man. shout-outs, let's man. Go. I'm ready for you, DC. I'm ready for you, DC. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go to the shout-out. So um I'll, I'll start off with the shout-out. Yo, shout out to Mr. Box Office for returning. After a one-week hiatus uh, layoff, glad to, glad to see you back kicking some knowledge. Shout out to True X, the sports junkie, man. Uh, hold, always holding it down. Um, it's been it's been hectic these last these last uh, past week, especially with this and everything's going on. Um, shout out to everybody that tunes in and supports the show every single week. Um, make sure you tune into the NBA show. Make sure you tune into a Larson Live, um, NBS Uncensored, NBS. Let's talk about it. Uh, we got a lot of content for you guys dropping from uh, these um, these um, NFL um, these these NFL uh, quarterback lists that we're going to be releasing our NBS and NBA rankings that just got out. And uh, make sure you just make sure you go tune in to. One of our most highest, most highest viewed uh, videos that we dropped is actually on Instagram TV right now. When Duke defends Trey Young as being a twelve top twelve player. Besides that, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, well, man, shout out to y'all for holding it down, uh, Keo man. You got to stop the LeBron sexual talk over there. <laughs> And and and, and 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 true, you got to stop the disrespect towards Mia Chit. She's going to teach her a lesson August 15th for the second time. And and shout out to Duke, man. He made it on the not so top 10 of MBS Central last week. What an embarrassing moment. Andre Drummond with Trey Young. I, I just, I just couldn't believe what I was listening to. I mean, he clearly hasn't watched NBA NBA games lately. Uh, shout out to C Man. You continue losing uh, sports debates, but dope shirt you sent me. Let me know if you want a copy. I'll send you to. 
uh, Cedric Bryant and Lafayette. Other than that, Miochich going to whip Cormier again August 15th. Can't wait and can't wait for y'all's excuses. Woo! <laughs> all right, yeah. all right, all right. Enough of all this nonsense. Let's go, let's go. You know what, Mr. Box Office, <laughs> you're officially somebody that bobs and weaves or ducks because you ducked me last week and you ducked my boy, dude, dog. I'm going to say it on here. You ducked us last week. We don't want to hear your excuses. Say oh, he didn't. The, he he didn't. He didn't duck. He didn't duck. I ducked him. Thank you. This is Mister. From you. This is the biggest flip flopper in NBS history. You spoiled today. Keo, tell them who's number one in the NBS power Mr. Box Office, the reigning, defending, the reigning, defending, bone mania champion, soon exactly. to be NBS fantasy football champion. Exactly. Don't forget, he's also the former tournament bracket champion. Oh, my God. Very true. Man. Come Very on, true. man. Come on. I can't think a guy serious. That said, Paul George is better than Anthony Davis. <laughs> but in that same breath, he has Davis ranked higher than Paul George. The same thing I'm, with I'm, Kevin I'm, Durant. Do not, do not, do not talk about the guy that's number two in the NBS power. Oh my God. <laughs> this love, this love of this love that y'all got going on. I don't know what this is, but it's all love. I'm like, I ain't even gonna hate right now. DC, we need you on the NBS show. We need you to tell these guys why you're going to represent Lafayette and you're going to beat Stipe Miocic. I can't wait for August 15th. I can't wait for next week. Let's talk about it. I can't wait for next week. Nothing but sports show. This is Tricks the Sports Junkie. Nothing but sports show. We out. Peace.